This is the Mailbox Money Podcast, and I am Bronson Hill. As a busy professional, I wrestled with how to grow my income without taking up more of my precious time. I learned that managing real estate, actively trading stocks, or being unable to scale up investments is not passive investing. This is the place where you'll discover new asset classes, develop investing skills, and learn from experts how to become financially free with less work than you thought possible. And now, get ready for truly passive income. Welcome to Mailbox Money. I am your host, Bronson Hill. I'm really excited to be here today with Lucilia Chow, who is, uh, works with Nova Rise, which they have a couple different YouTube channels that reach over 300,000 people, educating them on personal finance. And I connected with them recently at an event, uh, her and Anthony, and they're just exceptional people that love helping others to become financially free. So you can see why we were able to connect. Um, and one topic that was really interesting that came up was the idea of using credit cards to be able to get points and other sorts of free types of things, hotels, travel, all kinds of things. Now, in the past, I've used uh, points and credit cards to get tens of thousands of dollars of free stuff. And if someone wants to give you free money, I would say you take it all day long. So uh, there are ways you can use this. We're going to talk about some different strategies, kind of an intro into how that works, and hopefully give you some takeaways that will be really valuable for that. So Lucelia, welcome. How are you today? I'm doing great. Uh, thank you, Bronson, for the uh, kind introduction. Uh, definitely honored to be here today, and I'm more than happy to uh, you know share all of our knowledge with your audience. Awesome. Well, I, I love what you guys are doing. You again we talked about just how committed you are to helping people on their journey. I know you have one of your YouTube channels is in Spanish. You have one in English. Can you tell people a little bit about kind of your mission and what you do and how it works? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So. Um, Nova Rice actually started out as an accident, uh, funny story. And, uh, so what happened was a couple of years ago, I think it was back in 2018 or so, um, I, uh, worked really hard, leveraged a lot of credit cards and, uh, 401k, other people's money, and was able to build uh, my uh, rental portfolio of 24 properties. Uh, and I was actually able to do that in, in, in a matter of six months. And so after that, a lot of people were actually very curious about trying to find out, hey, how did you do it? And I didn't mind at the beginning, uh, but then eventually I, I realized that I started to sound like a broken record because I thought, oh my God, I'm repeating the same thing over and over again, and I'm not learning some new stuff. And so what Anthony, uh, the co-founder of Novarice, uh, decided to do, he said, hey, why, why don't we just record a bunch of YouTube videos and upload it over there? And then every time people ask you questions, you just send them over there. And that way you don't have to feel bad about not helping them out because it's all about sharing the knowledge. And so one thing led to another, the channel started to grow. And then uh, some of the followers had um, Latino families because we, we reside in New York and it's a very international city to be in. And so they asked me, hey, can you just create this content in Spanish as well? Like I would love for my mom to listen to this. And so that way we were on the same page and we were like, sure, we got nothing to do. Like we, we run a, a full rental portfolio. We work full time. We create content in English. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Why not do it in Spanish? And so um, over time, the channel just expanded and it grew and it became very, very rewarding helping people. It changes your life forever because if, if we can get together and spread the wealth of knowledge that people like you, Bronson, or, or Anthony and myself have, 
we can definitely create a much better world and uh, um, less poverty, less issues around the world. And uh, there's enough, um, what's the term that I'm looking for? There's enough wealth for everybody around as long as we, we learn how to manage it correctly. Yeah, no, I love it. Thanks for that. That's a great intro. Just talking about your, really your passion to help people and even with your own story, how you were able to get those 24 houses in, in six months. I'd love to, can you give just a brief talk of how you did that? I mean, actually, maybe we should just send people to your YouTube channel, but since <laughs> we're on here, you can just give a brief summary of kind of like, here's what I did and here's how I did that. Yeah. So it started out out of desperation at the time. So um, uh, I'm originally from Venezuela. And uh, for, for some, who, some of you who have already been following the news, you know that uh, the political situation has been quite unstable over the past 20 years or so. But uh, recently, over the past seven to 10 years, it just it took a really steep downhill. And so at the time, I was working in the financial industry. Uh, I, I had a nice nine to five job. I had a nice career. Uh, I had a, a, a condo at the time that I was investing in, and, and that was going to be my retirement plan. And then everything just simply accelerated. My, my dad retired. He was forced to retire uh, and move from Venezuela to the state. And a couple of months after he moved in, he fell very ill. And uh, th there was nothing that we could do. Like financially, I was incapable of helping him out. Helping him out. And uh, I realized that even if I sold my apartment at the time, uh, there wasn't enough equity built on it to even cover the medical cost of, of his treatments. So um, out of desperation, I started attending a, a, a couple of seminars, started watching some YouTube videos online. And, and that's when I started to learn about uh, what you can do with credit cards and, and, and the differences between business credit cards and, 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 and personal credit cards, how business credit cards stay off of your personal credit, and that you can actually use that to invest in real estate. So I was open to the idea. Some of my friends were not. Uh, so that's why we're here on this side of the, the, the conversation, and they're not here. And so long story short, uh, that the having access to capital through business credit was what helped me make a difference. And then after that, of course, you became, I became more well-versed on, on the, the whole topic or the whole idea of investing in real estate through other people's money. And I was able to um, get access to uh, a property through another investor that allowed me to do a cash out refi. We uh, worked out a promissory note where we'll, we'll pay out uh, a certain amount of interest over time. And, uh, um, and that's basically how everything expanded. So with the cash out, I was able to build and expand my rental portfolio. And with some of that money, I was able to uh, help my dad to uh, get better. So mm -hmm. uh, it's just funny how desperation can, can force you to do some things. And um, now we're here. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. I think you brought up a lot of things that are really interesting that obviously everybody's situation is different and people have different goals. And your goal was to really be able to help out your dad and you were able to do that. And you brought up a couple things actually ties in the idea you know, with credit cards uh, we think a lot of times as credit cards as being bad or, you know, debt is bad, but there is good debt and there is ways to use debt in an effective way through different offers and ways to do that. So I'd love to, maybe you can kind of go into talking through just about personal and business credit cards and just how it works, how this, you know, how you got, I guess, what, what do people need to know about this to be able to take advantage of business credit or points? Maybe you can kind of talk about that. 
Sure, sure, we can definitely do that. But before diving into that topic, I would like to take a step back and um, help your audience understand the differences between the type of debt. Um, you mentioned it, there's good debt and there's bad debt. Uh, sadly, all we heard about in our childhood when we were growing up in our household was all about bad debt, right? Don't get a credit card because hey, there's a lot of interest. Don't get a credit card for this or because you're gonna be like your neighbor who you know has a lot of nice things, but they, they can't afford to pay for it and stuff like that, right? And so credit is not necessarily bad. Debt is not necessarily bad as long as you use it correctly. So bad debt is something that you create and then you have to work a lot to pay it off and you cannot afford to rest and, and, and relax and enjoy life because you're always gonna have that debt in the back of your mind. But good debt, on the other hand, and this is something that, you know, Bronson, you and I, we do this all over again, uh, over and over with real estate. Uh, good debt is something that generates cash flow for you. So you can use debt to work to your advantage as long as it's creating money for you. So that way you can make a living off of it eventually. Or, um, and at the same time, that same cash flow is helping you pay off that debt through other people's money. So they're, they're, ways to, it's all about how you change the way you look at things, right? So as soon as you change the way you look at things, the things around you will change. So once, now that we got that clear, let's just dive into the topic of credit. So credit, it's really important in many aspects of your life. It's not just um, something or a vehicle that you use to buy stuff, right? A credit can actually determine whether you get a nice roof over your head or not. Like, uh, I'm sure that a lot of those who are listening today, if you want to live in a nice building or in a nice neighborhood, the first thing that they're going to ask you to do is, hey, fill up this application and what's your credit score? And they will run your credit score because the analogy is if you can't maintain a good credit score and that's your credit score, then what else cannot you maintain, right? So the same thing applies for car loans, uh, for a mortgage uh, and, and all of this stuff. So being able to understand how credit impacts your life for the better is it's actually um, one of the major key points that everybody should be learning about. But sadly, uh, the school system doesn't teach you about it because um, it's considered taboo, right? So uh, you have to maintain, you have to start off with um, a good credit personal history before you can even dive in to a good business history. Because if you come to think about it, when you have a business, the business, it's kind of like the debt. It cannot do anything on its own. There's a person behind it that manages it. So depending on how well-versed you are in financial education, your business can do good or it can do bad. I mean, there are other components around it. You have to be an expert in what you do and stuff like that. But you know, putting all of that aside, you have to be able to understand how to manage money. So things like paying your bills on time, um, you'd be surprised at how many people don't think that that impacts their credit score, uh, but it actually, in fact, it does. Uh, maybe not on a direct level, but eventually that information kind of like gets rewired and it gets shared because we live in an era where like all of your information is out about, even if you don't want to, uh, the big companies out there, they wind up selling your information anyways. So uh, one way or the other, that late bill that you pay on your cell phone, it's eventually gonna show off and in your credit history. So getting a good um, grasp of how to build a, a strong personal credit 
will lead you the way to build a good business credit down the road. Now, I I, I can talk all and on for hours about sure. this. No, let me, let, me, let, me, wanna, let me pause yeah. for one sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you, you got just a wealth of information. So uh, I think what you said about a lot of times we're, we're assuming credit and, and debt is bad. And I've done some videos about this recently that, that some debt can be really good. Now, high interest credit card debt is a lot of times it's bad because you're paying such high rates, but uh, not paying your house off to be able to have a mortgage can be really good because you're getting 3% interest. If you pay it off, it's like you're getting a 3% return on the money versus being able to invest it elsewhere. Another example of this is I recently got what's called a personal line of credit for $100,000 at 2.75% and it's fixed for 10 years. Nice. So to me, that that is an amazing because I, I know I can get 15% in other investments. I can use that credit be able to go do other things. Now, obviously everybody's situation is different. Everybody's sophistication level is different. So we're not telling you what you should do, but right. being open to these different ways to do it, that's really how people get ahead is by using credit in an effective manner. So talk to us a little bit about, uh, you know, I mean, we were talking a little bit about credit cards. You have like, what element does uh, credit such as a personal line of credit or maybe loans, or like, can you maybe talk about, you know, personal and business credit, or maybe kind of clarify how you were able to, how you're able to use these? Sure. So on the personal credit side, that's uh, uh, in essence how I started. So what I did was I leveraged a lot of um, credit cards that had uh, great perks, right? So one of those great perks are the 0% interest. And uh, the longer you can extend those, the better, 12 months, 18 months, uh, because it gives you a timeline to, you know, Think about how you can generate money without having to worry about those high interests piling up over time, because it's one of the major things that um, people are always concerned about. And then the second one is uh, what kind of points are you getting, right? So those are always the key two things that I pay attention to, uh, because believe it or not, those points, they are money. They are money in, 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 in many forms, right? You can use those as a payback just to lower your debt. You can use them as cash back and then just generate cash, quote unquote, out of the air, um, because you're just converting those points. Or you can just use those to simply travel and continue to do business with it. So um, once I managed to, to, you know, what's the term that I'm looking for? Uh, once I managed to handle the personal credit card debt, yeah, that, 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 that's the right line, um, to, to work to my advantage and create cash flow, then I moved on, on to creating companies that um, I could do business with, um, a, a rental portfolio, a, a property management portfolio, just to handle the assets that I had. And then slowly, uh, you start uh, building that, um, that business credit history because um, I was able to build a strong personal credit history. So I know that a lot of people um, might be wondering, okay, but then how can you do it? Like, can you just simply go to a bank and start applying for uh, credit cards for your business? No, unless your business has been in business for at least a couple of years, right? But if you're brand new, there are a couple of tricks that you can actually implement to make that happen. So one of them, um, one of the ones that I started doing was I just simply went to a bank and I um, asked uh, the, the, the banker what my options were in terms of building business credit with them. And so just by asking um, the bankers, they, they have a plethora of information that they, they're willing to share with you because at the end of the day, you have to understand that they want your business, right? That's, that's one of the things that people need to understand because 
a lot of us seem to be so afraid to talk to others, right? Oh, what if I get turned down? So what? Just go to the next branch, right? They don't remember you, right? They turn you down for reasons. So chances are they're not going to remember you anyways. So the more people you talk, the more you learn. So, and that's what I went out to do. I went on a quest to find out more about what can I do to build business credit? And it turns out that there are CD accounts out there. Uh, Bank of America is actually one of them that they offer those type of accounts that you can get access to a prepaid business credit card, right? Mm. So you put in a deposit of, let's say, 500,000, 2,000, whatever amount of capital you have available, that will be the credit line that you will be available in that piece of plastic or that piece of metal that you use. And then within 12 months, voila, there you go. You created a nice, strong business credit that you can go out, go to the Dun & Bradstreet, uh, sign up for an account, uh, create even stronger business credit, go out to other banks um, out there, chase Amex, whatever you want to call them, and apply for a business credit. And the beauty about using business credit is that they typically they typically start off small because, hey, you're brand new. You don't have a, a credit history built. But then as you stay in business longer and lo- longer, your um, credit line starts to grow more and more. In fact, so let's pause. I'm sorry. Let's pause there for one second. I just yeah, want sure. to interject here. So this has been something I think a lot of listeners will be able to relate with if we're, you're trying to find a way to build business credit. If you have a business or if like for me, I have a business and it's how do you develop these lines of credit? So you have your business account and then a lot of people don't realize that could be a potential way that you actually could use to be able to get more money to invest, which I think is really huge. And so you're talking about how you do that. You go to the bank and a lot of how we start is we just ask, we just go ask the questions. Hey, I'm looking to do this. How do I do this? And if someone doesn't do that, and if you're very busy listening, you find one of your employees to do it for you. So you find somebody who can go do that for you and basically track down, how can you get a hold of some business credit and start developing that? And so over time, it sounds like you were able to develop a substantial amount of business credit by starting small, you're able to develop more and more. And then were you able to borrow against that to to do real estate deals and flips and other sorts of things? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is correct. Uh, So um, there are a couple of websites out there that you can actually leverage to pull the credit out of those business credit cards. Because one of the confusion that a lot of people get as soon as they hear me saying, hey, I buy real estate with credit cards, is that they think that I can just simply go to a bank and say, hey, here's my credit card. Uh, we just uh-huh. swipe it and like just you know help me buy this house. And it doesn't work this way. So right. there are uh, third parties, uh, intermediates, uh, I will call them, where you can actually create an account uh, and, and then just have use those services to wire the money, pull the equity out of those credit cards and just simply wire the money over to um, the escrow uh, agency who's helping you with the closing. And the beauty about that is that um, the, the, the business credit cards, uh, whatever amount of equity that you pull out of it doesn't appear on your personal credit, uh, which is mm-hmm. huge because what you're trying to do is just to look as financially healthy as possible. So um, if you can manage to do that through the help of business credit, that's that's great because imagine the amount of equity that you can pull out and the amount of houses that you can start buying and or let's say you're not a real estate investor, let's say you want to expand your businesses, you can use that capital as well to just, you know, invest it back into your company and, and continue to to grow from there. Yeah. 
So, so what, so what are some of these third-party sites, or maybe it's the name of a couple of them that can kind of help you to do that if you have business credit and you're pulling it out and you need to wire it? Yeah, over? sure. So, uh, there's two companies out there that we use a lot. One of them is Plastic, and the other one it's a uh, Melio Payment. So, M E L I O Payments, and Plastic is spelled as P L A S T I Q. Okay, awesome. Just take a couple of notes here. So plastic yeah, sure. the other one. Okay, awesome. Um, very cool. Well, so that's that's great. So that's on the business credit side. You're able to use that. It sounds like you've really developed some advanced strategies. And again, we say in real estate, there's really two things. One is uh, finding the deal. The other is finding the money. And so whether if someone, a lot of people we work with are passive investors that come in and they have money, sometimes they will do a refinance of the house or they'll find other ways through debt to be able to invest. Obviously everybody's situation is different, but there is even ways, it sounds like you've really utilized through business credit to be able to do that. Uh, and you mentioned this a little bit, talking through just kind of getting started. I know a lot of people, you know, myself included, when I first started, it was like, okay, you can use credit cards, you can have auto pay on them so that, you know, for as a personal level that it can kind of pay off at the end of the month. Uh, you know, are there, are there things that you should look for in particular credit cards to say, this is the type of card that I should look for, or these are, uh, maybe you have certain cards specifically that you like to use, or you like to get people, you know, encouraged to start with. So um, if you have zero credit, definitely go with a prepaid uh, credit card, right? Um, that's the number one step. And you have to do it at the personal level. You can't just simply go up to a bank and say, hey, I want to build business credit without having personal credit. So the first step, the very first step that you need to do is to work on your personal credit. If you don't have any credit whatsoever, there are banks out there uh, who are actually great. Uh, Capital One is actually one of them. And they offer a, uh, a prepaid credit card uh, with just a little as a $500 deposit or 300, I think. Either way, 300, 500. Uh, and then if you manage to make monthly timely payments within six months, they will sometimes increase that credit line for you just to help you continue to keep building that. And then within six to 12 months, depending on your spending history, depending on how fast you pay down that debt, uh, you could start applying for other credit cards out there. So uh, the second one that I will generally like to recommend after you start off with the um, with the Capital One one is uh, the uh, Chase Freedom because they offer the best of both worlds, right? They have 0% uh, APR uh, for the next uh, 12 to 18 months, depending on the state that you reside in because they, they do change depending on your location. And uh, there you go. Got it right here. Got my Chase that's, Freedom up right that's here. A, that's a great <laughs> card to start up with. And they also have a sign up bonus point. So the minute you signed up and you spend a certain amount of money, hey, you automatically qualify for those three points, which you can translate to free money. Now, I know a lot of people sometimes struggle with the idea of, well, but how can I spend, let's say $3,000 in two months or something like that, right? Because we're, we've been taught to fear debt over and over again. Well, there are multiple ways that you can approach it without necessarily having to break the bank, right? You can just change the way you pay for your bills, for example. So we leverage credit card and we use plastic all together to pay our rent every single month because I'd rather rack up the points and to me it's a no-brainer. Yes, um, plastic might charge you a processing fee and stuff like that, but they kind of get absorbed with the same points that you're actually generating with it and you can still 
get more. And then the more points you rack up, the more money you have at the end of the day. So um, right, I wanted to pause one sec too. You said something too about people starting. I'm just going to back up from what you first said mm-hmm. about like, like need credit. I know a lot of our listeners are, are pretty well to do and have credit and things like that, but this could be really good for your kids as well. So a lot of people have kids that are, you know, getting into college. And I remember, you know, kind of when I was in college, like, oh, how do I get credit? And just kind of like, that's a great thing you can do for your kids to get them started on. Here's how you responsibly use credit cards. And some of you might be afraid they're going to go crazy with it, but you can even say, Hey, here's, here's what you can do. Here's some of the options. Or you can share this episode with them that this is something in the future that they could use to be able to not only get points and trips and other sorts of things, but be able to use in a positive way for uh, real estate. So I think that's that's really awesome. So that's a good card. One that I really like a lot is the Chase Sapphire Reserve. I do a lot of travel. I do a lot of hotels. That's a three for one Chase points. I find are pretty great. Mm-hmm. I've used it. I've gotten free trips, you know, Europe to Africa to all over different parts of the world. Peru, all kinds of things. And then, yeah, and I prefer using them for flights because then it makes it memorable. I'm going to Iceland. Probably by the time this comes out, I'll probably be in Iceland or be back from Iceland. But um, it is great to be able to use it for, for travel or uh, just you know, getting the cash or different gift cards or different things as well. So I think that's really good. Do you have, um, I guess, any other kind of uh, parting thoughts for everybody when it comes to using business credit or credit cards? Yeah, I do. And I actually want to piggyback on what you just simply, um, what you just said um, about uh, the the type of of viewership that you get, right? Even if you are financially well off, building business credit is going to come in really handy. Let's say, for example, um, we sometimes um, go to trainings, go to conferences, right? And actually, you met one, a member of our team, Gladys, we actually paid all of that off using points. So we didn't really have to tap into our business capital just to fly some of our staff out to a conference that they wanted to attend to you know, become even more knowledgeable in what they do. So um, I will say, yes, it's a great um, talking point to set your kids on the right path. But even you as a business owner, it can help you free up some of the liquidity in your company by just simply using those points. So you can actually use your cash and invest elsewhere to continue to generate even more money for your business. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, Lucille, I really appreciate you coming today. I think you really add a lot of value to what you do, both you and Anthony. You, you, it's obvious how passionate you are to help people on their financial journey. And I really think this idea of developing business credit, as well as just using credit cards in a powerful way, both for your real estate, for your business and different things is awesome. So I just want to say thank you for coming and spending time with our listeners and just really appreciate you and the role that you uh, you provide. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm uh, Once again, I'm very honored to be here and thank you for the invitation. And how can people connect with you? Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, they can just visit us on YouTube. Uh, our channel, uh, for those who speak English, is Nova Rice Invest. And if you have a family member who prefers to you know, watch the content in Spanish, uh, we also have a Hispanic channel and the name of it is Nova Rice Latino. So we'll be seeing you all over there. Awesome. Thanks so much. Well, I appreciate the, the time today. Thank you. So I really enjoyed this interview with Lucelia. She can tell she has a ton of experience using business credit and personal credit to be able to do a lot. I mean, to, in six months, to be able to get you know, 24 properties. Uh, it's really, really exceptional. So some real takeaways for me were being able to use business credit, at least developing business credit. That's something I'm in the process of always trying to develop more credit because if you can get a hold of cheap credit, which these days there actually is a lot of cheap credit available that you can get at low interest rates and potentially use for much higher return products, 
or, or serve, you know, something like multifamily syndication, what we do, or those sorts of things as well. So it's really great. Just some of those services that she mentioned, um, you know, plastic and uh, Melio, we'll try to put some links in there so you can find that. Uh, but uh, I'd love to know from you, what are some ways that you have been successful to get uh, you know, business credit or what credit cards do you like? I'd love to connect with you on social media or different ways as well. So thanks for taking the time to educate yourself. We'll look forward to seeing you on the next interview. You've been listening to the Mailbox Money Podcast. For more free resources, articles, and videos, go to bronsonequity.com. There you can download your copy of the special report, The Single Best Investment Strategy During and After a Pandemic. None of the information shared here is an offer to buy a specific investment, and this is for educational purposes only. Consult your financial, legal, and tax professionals and use your own common sense before making any investment decisions. Thanks for joining us, and be sure to tune next time for more Mailbox Money.